0: This is the old Trailblazer broadcast once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, <clears throat> coming out again this, at this time blazing the path to the hearts of sinners yes the old trailblazer broadcast was originated back there many years ago by the late pastor L.R. Shelton senior and he depicted himself as an old circuit rider an old country uh, preacher riding out on his old faithful horse Dan blazing the path to the hearts of sinners we have many many of his messages on tape if you'd like to have some of those write me and I'll quote you a price on and uh but we're bringing you a series of studies now this is some folks call me the new trailblazer. Well, I'm just the old trailblazer, bringing you some studies on the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible, it's been called. Because of the things that are coming upon uh, this, this, uh, our nation and this world, I saw in a paper yesterday where the Bible has been proclaimed as hate, hate messages in the Canadian government because of things that's going on up there. They call it hate, my friend, hate mail, or hate. We see hate mail, but this was hate, hate literature, they call it. And, and it's just, just a, a drop in the bucket. And I've offered to you before a little pamphlet that I put together, notes that I've made on re, on, rever, on revised versions of the Bible, all, all every kind of different Bible, and what they have done, what they have done to those things. Like the NIV Bible, it perverts the text and uh, if you would, if you have an NIV Bible, you go there and look at uh, it's, it's uh, Ezekiel 23. Read Ezekiel 23 and then compare it with your King James Version Bible. And then you write me and tell me what you found. It'll make your hair stand up on your head, my friend. There's, and I'll be glad to send you this little booklet or pamphlet that I put together. Just ask for the notes on Bible revisions and i'll be glad to send it to you but now we're bringing you a series on the antichrist bible the rsv bible and we're looking there at how uh, folks deny the virgin birth of christ deny that god in christ is our substitute who died there on the cross they minimize the substitutionary death and listen now those things are controlled by the spirit of antichrist and you get this statement the members of this committee who translated and gave us what they call the RSV or Revised Standard Version, either deny the virgin birth of Christ and the substitutionary death of Christ on the cross, or they bid God speed to those who do so by giving their sanction to them. So therefore, this committee was dominated and controlled by the spirit of Antichrist and not, and not the Holy Spirit in this work. You say, Trailblazer, that's, that's a mighty bold statement. All right, let me, let me quote you from one of the old writers, Dr. Harry Emerson Foddick, the recognized leader and radio speaker for the National Council of Churches back there many, many, many years ago. He makes this bold statement. Of course I do not believe in the virgin birth or in that old-fashioned substitutionary doctrine of the atonement, and I do not know of any intelligent Christian minister who does. Mr. Fosdick has always been recognized as a spokesman for the National Council of Churches. That being so, the leading members of the National Council of Churches in America either flatly deny the virgin birth and the substitution there death of Christ, or they remain silent about it. So we're safe in saying that the spirit of the Antichrist led and and, 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 uh, dominated this committee in their translation. That is the reason they undercut the deity of Christ throughout the Old and the New Testament. And we'll show you this as we come to it now. We have shown you what the doctrine of the Antichrist is, that is, the exaltation of man to the throne as God. Also, we've shown you that the spirit of Antichrist, which is a denial that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, a denial of the virgin birth, a denial of the substitution death on the cross, a denial of the cross of Christ as Lord. They always speak of him as Jesus Never as Lord. They never show him the respect of calling him Lord. Do you know what one verse in the Bible says? Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess him as Lord. Now, these atheists, atheists and agnostics and skeptics and Unitarian, one day, my friend, they'll bow. Do you take pleasure in those folks, Pastor Trebley? No, sir. No sir, my heart goes out to him. They always speak of him as Jesus, never Lord. They never show the respect calling him Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ who came in the flesh was virgin born, died as our substitute, rose from the grave as our substitute, as our justifier, and was exalted to the right hand of God as Lord and Christ. Therefore, every individual who does not accept him as virgin born as his substitute as his lord and christ will go to hell for his trouble my friend now folks often accuse the old trailblazers here of being awful dogmatic but did you know did you know the bible is dogmatic it says a soul that sinneth it shall die isn't that dogmatic my friend isn't that dogmatic there's no neutral ground you, you can't straddle the fence, my friend. I have folks who say, well, uh, I'm, I'm not for Christ and I'm not against him, my friend. No, you're bound for hell, as straight as a Martin is to his gourd. Christ is your Lord, my friend. Are you controlled or you're controlled by the spirit of the Antichrist? Consider, my friends, where, where do you stand? Could I just ask you, can the old trailblazer just be honest with you and up front? That's the way I am. I'm just an old country boy. I don't know anything but to tell Tell the truth. Tell what's on my heart. And uh, I was brought up in an old country home. My dad was very strict on us boys and about telling the truth. And he'd tell us, we'd tell the truth if it takes a hide off. And we'd get into some kind of trouble. If we'd fess up and tell him what we did, he wouldn't whip us. But if we lied about it, oh, my goodness, a lie. He said he'd take the hide off of us. But listen, my friend, let's, let's just be honest. In our study there, we just coming down to the end of, about uh, the Antichrist, we gave you a brief summary of the doctrine of the Antichrist, showing you from God's Word that it is the exaltation of man to the place of God to be worshipped. Now, that's the doctrine of the Antichrist. He wants to be as God. He said, I will be as God. And then, in our study, we showed you again from God's Word what the spirit of Antichrist is. That is, the denial that the Lord Jesus Christ came in the flesh a denial of the virgin birth and the substitutionary death of the cross of Christ and the denial of his lordship that he is God. Now you say, pastor, triblade, how do how do our modernist preachers and pastors and freewillers and arminians how do they deny Christ? They preach Jesus. They preach Jesus. They do not exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I've made a statement here often To every man, every woman who ever gets saved comes to Christ acknowledging that he is Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The old apostle Paul, old Paul, Saul there on the road to Damascus. Oh, he was a big muckety-muck. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, a religious Jew. And he was had, a, had orders in his hand to go to Damascus and, and lock up and bind the Christians and bring them back to Jerusalem where they'd be uh, put to death. And he was riding along there on his high horse with his little group with him. And they were probably uh, making fun and laughing and cutting up. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he was unhorsed. I don't know if anybody else was unhorsed there or not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he was thrown to the ground. And when he looked up, he said, Lord, what would you have me do? Now, my friend, every individual, who ever gets to Christ, says, Lord, what would you have me do? You know what the Lord would have you do? Trust Christ. Not trust Jesus. You can't trust just Jesus and be saved. No. No, my friend. You know why? Because Jesus is his name of humility. It's, it's, it's like using a slang name, my friend. Christ, our Lord, is his title. Oh, listen. Here in the keep as we go further and further, we want to take up at this time, start in this service and study, and we we'll pick it up in the next one. We don't have much time left. Look at the heresy of modernism. Now, my friend, I believe this will be an eye-opener to you. You hear folks speak about being modernism. All of the modernism is in our world today. Well, you know what modernism is? When we say that the RSV Bible was put out by a group of modernists, what do we mean by that statement? That's a good statement. That's a good question. Listen, when a fellow is classed as a present-day modernist, what does he believe? What distinguishes him from all other religionists? Let's open our Bibles there. It's 2 Thessalonians, verse chapter 2. And read verses 3 and 4. The old trailblazer, we're always going to give you, thus saith the Lord. Let no man deceive you by any means. That's a good statement, isn't it? For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. The Apostle Paul here gives us, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the revelation of the rise of the Antichrist. The rise of the Antichrist follows a falling away known as the great apostasy. That's right. I believe that we are there today. We're in the great apostasy. I don't blame the world for acting like they do. I don't blame folks from doing like they do because they're blinded by Satan. Oh, listen. The Bible says that men shall be lovers of of their own selves and all those other descriptions there that go along with that verse of Scripture. You get it. Look it up there in your concordance and read it. Men shall be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. The Antichrist, the rise of the Antichrist, follows a falling away first that falling away i i believe personally began back there 50 60 70 years ago when the great old preachers of god began to pass away pass off the scene the uh, spurgeons and the whitfields and the bonars and the george Brainerd and those folks when they begin slowly to pass off the scene The great apostasy precedes the second coming of our Lord. There's a time frame there that the Lord has set aside for that falling away. You can't hurry it up. You can't slow it down. The great apostasy, and let's just call it a falling away. That great falling away, listen, listen now. The great falling away, the second coming of Christ, and the rise of the Antichrist are all associated together and cannot be separated, no we're going to look more at that in our next study but let's just let me just ask you today uh, at this time would you just ask the lord to open your heart the antichrist spirit is here now my friend everywhere you look you, you can't hardly get a, a friendly smile from anybody now. Folks are burdened down. They go about with a hard look on their face. You try to get out in traffic here in the city, folks will run over you before they let you. Don't, don't venture to cross the street. Oh, no, you get run over. They speed up to try to run over That's a hard heart. And then folks won't have the gospel. That's a hard heart. Folks criticize uh, everything. It's, it's not just suiting to them. That's, that's a hard heart, my friend. That's the day of the, that's the falling away. I remember, I'm 73 years old, and I can remember when I was a child, people were polite to each other, kind to each other. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, the children were taught to to respect their elders. Now, Now, they call you old fool and put some other languages in there with it that I can't say over this air. But my friend, it's a time, it's a sign of the falling away. And all of the entertainment that's in our, I saw where the federal government now is thinking about doing something about the vulgarity that's on the movies and the TV shows and all those things. I don't think that's going to do any good. No, you can't regulate morality. You can't change a heart by regulations, my friend. And I know that it happens slowly, slowly, slowly. I remember in mean, the old, old movies years ago when I was a child, when they had a man and a woman, they didn't even sleep in the same bed on the movie. They had single beds in those bedroom scenes. But now, listen, oh, listen, my friend. So that's a little bit of what's going on. Remember uh, the old trailblazer coming out here day by day. Would you think and holler across the back fence and tell your neighbor to turn in the old, radio, old trailblazer? Remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 my only aim my only motive my friend is to bring you thus saith the lord that the holy spirit might take something home to your heart goodbye and god bless you Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet radio station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.